Welcome to Convos from the Couch from Lifestance Health, where each episode you'll hear engaging informative conversations with leading mental health professionals that will help guide you on your journey to leading a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Convos from the Couch by Lifestance Health. I'm Nikki Lanza, and on today's episode, We'll be talking to Leanna Stockard from one of our LifeStance New Hampshire offices, and she'll help us understand the parentification of kids. So welcome, Leanna. Really great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So as you said, uh, my name is Leanna Stockard. Um, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist for LifeStance Health. Um, currently located in New Hampshire, but also licensed in Illinois and Massachusetts as well. Um, my specialties kind of surround uh, couples work um, and family work, but I also work with individuals a lot on family of origin issues. Um, my philosophy with all three types of therapy is I believe we don't live in a bubble and that we are impacted by all of the different parts of our lives and all of the different systems that we engage in. Um, so my my role as a therapist is trying to understand like the past, present and future of the client um, in order for us to, you know, come about change, um, find the strengths within those systems and, you know, break patterns that no longer serve us. And I like that when you, you're working with a client with the past, present and future, because I think you're seeing the fuller view of the client as well. And especially if you're working on family of origin issues, which I think this can kind of, this subject kind of falls in line with. So, you know, as we begin to talk about this topic, can you clarify for what does it mean for kids to be parentified? Yeah. So in in essence, uh, parentification is a role reversal of the parent and child relationship. Um, So essentially like a child takes on the roles and responsibilities of an adult. Um, there's there's two different types of it. Um, one involves more of like taking care of like physical things around the house, like maintaining the household, paying bills, cooking dinner by themselves, and or taking care of like a younger sibling or even like an older member of the family, um, as well as an emotional aspect of it as well, being the emotional support of their parent, like being their confidant, being their friend. Um, and so trying like the role reversal in those types of ways. So I think that's the best way to really describe it, that role reversal. It's almost like the child bearing the parent to the parent. Is that exactly. a good yeah. way to put it? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So how and why does this happen? Yeah, it's a good question. Um you know, a lot of times parentification can happen unintentionally. Um, so it generally happens when for one reason or another, the parent isn't able to manage um, these responsibilities on their own, um, whether they are a single parent, um, they're struggling from substance use, struggling with mental illnesses, um, in the emotional aspects, sometimes they are missing out on that emotional connection from like their partner or friends, they feel like they have no one to talk to. And so they rely on their children for that. Um, so that's unfortunately kind of the how it happens. Um, but what, what generally occurs after that is, um, the child will take on responsibilities that are not age appropriate to their development and they can feel very overwhelmed by the amount of, or even the type of tasks that they then have. 
Um, even in severe cases, a child may become their parent's caretaker. Um, and that will be like the extreme role reversal where they are taking care physically and emotionally of all of their par- all of their parents' needs as opposed to theirs getting met. So this is just more than just, say, uh, the oldest sibling coming home and, and parents are at work and they're like watching the regular, their, their siblings and stuff like that. This is not what we're talking about. We're literally talking like this, the child is on equal standing of the parent from the point of view of meeting their emotional needs and as opposed to the parent uh, putting their own needs aside to meet their child's needs. So this is, because I just want to clarify, this isn't just like, hey, kids, you know, a child has to babysit their younger siblings or something like that. This is truly that role reversal. And, and so, you know, looking at why that happens, it's it's probably many different reasons why it happens as well, right? To kind of play into that. Can you tell us a little bit more about the signs uh, that might show a, a kid to be parentified? Absolutely. Um, so I I think one of the bigger signs that a child is being parentified is um, perfectionism Um, because they have so many responsibilities like at home um, they feel that they need to kind of be perfect and be on top of everything you know they are aware of all of the things that are going on around them Um, they like build that awareness because they kind of feel like they have to hold that responsibility Um, so the kids can oftentimes over function um, take take on multiple responsibilities at a time even at school or like at an extracurricular type of event, um, you know, they can try, you can maybe see them trying to put everyone's needs before their own, Mm. really trying to not pay attention to their own needs. Um, and even, you know, in some instances they might communicate that they don't feel good enough when, you know, deep down they, they may feel that way because their needs aren't being met or even paid attention to. This makes me think of, you know, sometimes theme, of counseling for some clients are are like looking at perfectionism the client might be doing or like feeling maybe not good enough. I mean, some of the things you're saying here that we see with parentified kids, it makes me think of like asking those questions, kind of really looking at those family dynamics and why it's so per, you know important to see the past, present, and future of a of a client to kind of go back and looking at those family dynamics. You know, did that client come out of potentially the dynamic of being parentified and stuff, and how that can feed into perfectionism and and putting their other people's needs above their own and things like that. Do you, have you stumbled across that with some of your own clients that you didn't know were parentified, but you'll see these themes as an adult? Absolutely. Yes. You know, through, through the exploration of the family of origin, I, I learn a lot from that and I can, mm-hmm. you know, the, the person coming into my office or, you know, through telehealth, um, they may not even realize that they had any sort of, um, you know, dynamic shift or role reversal at all. But then I hear that, you know, mom came to me when I was 12 and told me about my dad's affair and I had to learn about that. And then she came to me or, you know, dad came to my room crying one night when I was seven and like talked to me about like his hard day of work and, you know, things of that sort. And like even those subtle things that we can look at and be like, that was weird. It actually can be an indication that um, we were parentified in, a, in some way that impacted us in, in the future. Um, it's very, it, very, it varies. Is what yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I, I too have heard those stories from some of my clients where um, like mom will maybe uh, dump a lot of emotions on them because of work or even the marriage to, you know, husband or partner and just 
the amount of stress that puts on a kid of, of feeling the weight of that, of, of knowing that stuff is it's, I don't think even clients themselves realize how stressful that was for them, you know, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, as we're talking about some of these signs, I think what we're kind of floating into now is just the effects of parentification on kids. Can you tell us more about the effects on yes, kids? Absolutely. I mean, there can be, there can be a lot of long-term effects on children um, that are experiencing this because it makes it, it makes it into difficult transitions into adulthood. Um, you know, in addition to what I was communicating earlier about some signs, but a lot of parentified children feel like anger, resentment, and also yeah. just an overall kind of like lack of trust for the people around them because their caretaker, um, you know, they couldn't rely on that person. They had to rely on themselves. And so they feel like they can't maybe trust other people, um, which will hinder their relationships with others moving forward. Like they can end up being like overly independent um, and like struggle with building those connections and those relationships. Um, and also it, it kind of takes away their childhood in a way like this childhood childhood is when we have like this freedom to like figure out who we are, like build an identity, figure out what our likes and dislikes are. Um, and if we are parentified and we don't necessarily get that opportunity, and of course this isn't for every single case of parentification, but, um, it can lead to identity issues in the future of like not knowing who they are or what they like and, you know, focusing so much on other people as opposed to themselves. Um, you know, in addition to that, like I've, I've worked with some folks that may have not recognized that they have been parentified, but when it's time to leave home, like to go off to college or to move out or, you know, do any, um, any pieces like that, when we transition into adulthood, they feel guilty they feel guilty about leaving mom. They feel guilty about leaving their siblings. They feel guilty about like leaving the environment because they fear of like what could potentially happen if they're not there. Like they feel like home could fall apart or, you know, a sibling I, sure. could fall apart. Yeah. Right. Especially if, if that child was the backbone of everything, you know, working as that parent. So them going off to school or wherever, there might be a likelihood that the family, I guess, maybe does collapse or struggles at the very least. Right. So I can sure. see where that guilt would carry forward, even if they were aware at school that they're still maybe worrying about home or even still trying to navigate things at home while they're trying to be focusing at school, too. I'm yeah, sure. absolutely. Like if they do leave, you know, there's always a there's a text message or a phone call that could be coming or like, yeah. hey, why don't you come home this weekend? We miss you or, you know, things of that sort. So they might not be able to be fully present yeah. at like whatever stage that they're in, because that's always in the back of their mind, like what's going on at home. Oh, my gosh, that would be really, really tough for sure. <laughs> so how if we look at from the parents point of view, how can a parent interrupt this dynamic or this pattern? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So as I mentioned before, like the parentification can often happen unintentionally um, without really recognizing that what the, the behaviors that they're engaging in could impact their children like this. Um, so I, I highly recommend for parents to just kind of educate themselves on what parentification is, um, picking up like the signs um, for you know, if their child might be taking on these responsibilities, if you notice that your child's like, no, mom, like you don't have to change uh, my sister's diaper, I'll do it. And they're like six years old, um, you know, trying to be aware about the age appropriate responsibilities. Um, and so maybe doing some research on what age appropriate 
um, responsibilities are in terms of their development. Um, also just making sure that the hierarchy of the family is being maintained, like knowing that like, I am the parent, you are not the parent. Um, we are the parents. We like make the rules. We're in charge. We make the decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, like remembering that your child's not your friend, they're your child. Like it is important for you to not depend on them, um, allow them to be independent, support them to be their own person. Um, don't make them feel guilty for like wanting to go out for a night or do something different. Um, if it's a family night or something along those lines. And of course, just be supportive of your child, like through the hard times and letting them know that you, or they can come to you for anything that is going on. They don't need to keep it to themselves. Um, like all of those things are kind of like subtle ways that parents can communicate to their kids that, they are the kid and they are there for them. Um, But if we recognize that some of the signs may be taking place, it's definitely important to educate and research what might be happening there. So I think what I hear you saying loud and clear is for the parent to recognize and be aware that they might be doing that. And, And if they're aware of it because they're seeing some of their signs of their child doing some of the parentification signals, then they can hopefully then step back, be more aware and kind of take it from there. How, what are some ways for kids then who who maybe were in this dynamic and are maybe aware away at college and is like trying to like navigate being parentified and, you know, maybe I'm making it too specific saying about going away to college, but what are just some ways to overcome parentification just if you're a kid? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I think it's definitely more difficult when you're still in the home, unfortunately. And if um, your parents aren't willing or able to identify that this is happening, they feel like it is appropriate or like this is your duty and like this is responsibilities. Like it's definitely a little bit more difficult to, you know, do what I'm about to recommend, which is, you know, setting boundaries and communicating that you're not comfortable with the amount of responsibilities that you hold or the types of responsibilities that you hold. Um, and just engaging in that open communication with them, um, trying to gain support as well from, from a teacher or like a friend, another friend's parent or someone um, that you trust to help support you through this. Um, also, if, you know, we're at the point, unfortunately, of, of neglect, even um, where, you know, we are going grocery shopping and taking care of our younger sibling and doing all of these different things. And we have to we have to cook our own meals and like find our own means of water and yeah. things of that sort um, to make sure that we communicate that to somebody that can that can help us. Um, however, you know, moving forward, if, if you're out of the house. And if you're a young adult or a person, you know, recognizing this behaviors um, in your past, like later on in life, you can recognize like this might end up being a generational cycle. Mm. Um, so it's important for you to educate yourself on, you know, what you experienced, how that's impacted you and try to move forward with breaking those patterns and breaking those habits moving forward. Um you know, for instance, if you are a people pleaser, or if you do continue to put other people's needs before yourself, like recognizing where that may have come from and trying to communicate to yourself, maybe through therapy or through um, support or other friendships that you deserve to have your needs met as well. I think that's the key too, uh, for a person to recognize, I I deserve to have my needs, uh, needs met as well. I think that's really a key piece there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other takeaways you'd like to share? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think just 
overall, I think it's important for parents, you know, um, with like good intentions to make sure that you do take a look at the relationship and roles that are held within the family and making sure that your child is holding responsibilities that are age appropriate. Um, you know, as an adult or as a child that's navigating through recognizing that some of this podcast is resonating with them, um, really take the time to like look back on your family of origin, um, acknowledge the hurt that you experienced and just how it's impacted you. Um, get in touch with those authentic thoughts, feelings, and needs and try to be uh, one of my favorite quotes is be the person you needed when you were younger and yeah, try to provide. That. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites. Um, but try to provide yourself with that same like care, compassion and support that you needed when you were being parentified. Um, I think that that's a very important piece. Um, and, you know, as again, as adults, and we're looking back on this, we likely still have relationships with our parents, with our younger siblings and with the other people involved um, in the family. And so taking a look at how it's impacting you now. And if you are still engaging in any of these behavioral traits, if you're comfortable with it and, or like, if you're not setting that boundary with them too. Uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge about this topic. My hope is people listening who might not recognize they were maybe parentified, there might be some light bulbs going off like, whoa, whoa, I can relate to this quite a bit. So I love the fact that you're so knowledgeable in, in looking at these dynamics and, and sharing with us kind of the signs and the, and the symptoms of this, because I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, I didn't know this was a thing. And ooh, I can relate to this a little bit too much. So thank you again. I appreciate having you on and sharing all your knowledge. Absolutely. Wonderful to be here. And um, yeah, I love, I, I could talk about this for hours. So I appreciate um, the opportunity to be here and to, you know, make other people aware that this is something that may have happened to them. That's a good topic. And again, I, I think it's one of these topics that maybe not a lot of people are aware of outside of like us counselors and, and clinicians and stuff like that too. So, so thank you again. Appreciate yeah, you. Thank you so much. 